As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden. Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert. Anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, coastofmaine.com. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. Thrive Cosmetics and Bigger Than Beauty skincare are not just makeup brands, they're a whole vibe. They're all about empowering us to rock our confidence, and when you support them, we are helping other communities thrive. Their stuff is not only easy to use, but 
no nasties, zero parabens, sulfites, phthalates. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Let's talk lashes. Thanks to Thrive's liquid lash extensions, I must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush. It adds lengths. There are no clumps. And also, guess what? It slides right off with warm water. So no raccoon eyes here. And I appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. And it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. Again, it will go back to childhood always, yeah. um, generally always. again before age seven. So then I would look at if this mechanism exists, like where did I, who was I doing this with? Mm -hmm. Who made me feel unseen or unloved? And yeah. we're not making them wrong. We're just like, when was this kind of initiated within my body and in my yeah. unconscious and it really, from a young age. Ooh, and then, we can use myself as an example, mm -hmm. but we can do that after you finish this. Okay. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Soul Tribe. It's Raquel. This is my last week in Bali. <laughs> I only stayed in Ubud, by the way. I only feel called to stay here. In fact, I feel called to perhaps find property for myself here. I want to spend a lot of time in Bali again. Of course, this place is true medicine. I mean, Ubud means medicine, and it really is. There's so many crazy things that she brings, by the way. Oh, I have so many stories to share. I'm actually kind of taking a hiatus off Instagram on and off just so I can remain super present here because I'm not gonna lie I mean you know I'm a double Leo so um <laughs> when I get on the Instagram one I want to seriously respond to like every person and every DM because I get really excited to connect and some people send videos and I'll send a video some people send voice memos and it, 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 it's fun but I realize I will spend a lot of my time on that app because I'm excited about it so I purposely have to delete it off my phone on occasion and just like be present, especially my last week here in Ubud and really allow all the wonder that she is bringing all the synchronicities and all the signs and all the message that are being delivered here as everything is so amplified when you are here, as in perhaps you need to release some sort of shadow. It. <laughs> It, you're faced with it so you can let it go or you have been calling something in and just seems to come your way a little faster and that's at least in my experience and because I feel so open to the energy and everything she brings here and just so connected I thank her all the time in many ways by giving love to 
the people and the nature that she has here. I mean, that's the one thing. Okay, so Brie actually brought up today's guest, by the way, but she brought up something in her Instagram that really touched me and made me want to express here. Just piggybacking off of what she had said about how it was a bit of a challenge for her at first because, I mean, there is a lot of construction and you can tell that a lot of the Westerners are kind of taken over. It's not that they're taken over. In fact, Bali is still Bali, thankfully. And, you know, there's no other place like it. But with that being said, I don't mind. Actually, In fact, I think it's a great thing that they are receiving a lot of love from a lot of tourists because that's going to help their economy, especially since a lot of them haven't been able to travel outside of Bali because of the economy. And I talked to a lot of the locals here that just wish they could travel to the States or Australia even because that's slightly closer, yet they can't because tickets are way more than they make in a few months, you know? So I'm happy that at least people are coming here that's going to be helping their economy. So who knows how this might unfold in 10 years from now. But at the same time, as us Westerners come, yes, we have certain things that we prefer to maintain our lives but i do think that all of us should honor their traditions in any way we possibly can because to be honest it's their traditions it's their love for their land that makes this place so spellbinding and magical i mean i walk outside early a.m and there's a beautiful woman in front of the homestays temple and because every place has a little mini temple and she's creating this offering to the gods and they're blessing this land. And so there's a reason why Mama Bali is the way she is. And so to continue to just honor the traditions and yeah, it's I think Ubud is, has been very good at making sure that the Western world doesn't take over um, <laughs> in any way, in any capacity. The only thing that they have here is a Starbucks, which is very Western, and the rest are like, nope, it's gotta be local. So I like that. I love Ubud. I just, it's so magical here. But yeah, it's very crowded. A lot of construction going on because of the expansion, which is a great thing. But also, when you just kind of want that peace and quiet, it can be a little irking. <laughs> um, and so I can see why she felt the need to bring that up. By the way, I don't know if you hear, this is another beautiful tradition that they have, but I hear sweeping all day. I love the sound. I love, I'm not a fan of the sound of construction, but I am a fan of the sound of the roosters cock-a-doodling in the background and the birds singing and the brooms sweeping all day. Um, it's such a mindful practice that they do every single day. And Bree talks about how she wants one of their brooms. Their brooms are so amazing. I want one too. Anyway, if you come here, make sure to honor and be super present in their traditions, even if that means sometimes taking an Instagram hiatus. So with that being said, I'm excited for you to hear this powerful episode. Brie and I were in my new goddess space. I'm so thankful that all these little in-person interviews are now manifesting because they really are more powerful. You can feel it. You can feel the connection more deeply. And I just love being able to soul gaze as I listen to the person share their wisdom. And yeah, Brie is such a force, such a force. It was really unveiled 
in front of me in my eyes during the retreat to see how these women transformed in such a short period of time and you can practice some of what was practiced at the retreat at home kind of like an at-home retreat on her site at briemelanson.com or I guess Americans pronounce it Melanson, briemelanson.com forward slash magic. That one will take you to the Sidekick Bootcamp, but she's actually offering everybody 10% off all her courses when you just type in the discount code magic. Here on this episode, it kind of flowed into talking about mastering the art of belief reprogramming, (laughs) mastering the art of belief clearing, and... And she even provided a very practical tool that you can do with me as she guided me through it. She'll be guiding you through it too, which is muscle testing, which is so powerful. You can use your body or you can use a pendulum, whatever you prefer. She guides us through a body one, but there's a lot of different uses for it to really get true clarity from your soul, from your guidance team, from your being. So yeah, and... I'm excited that we're also planning our next retreat. I reached out in the Your Own Magic Secret Facebook group. I almost reached out on Instagram, but I was like, no. You know what? This type of thing goes to my loving, loyal soul fam, which is obviously all of you in the Facebook group. And um, yeah, I asked you guys where. And I think, let's see. I'm going to see. I'm going to pull up the results as of right now, which is Sunday in Bali. At 9.44 a.m., of course, I look at the time out of 44. And so far, the results are 18 for Bali again, 33 for Hawaii, 68 for another place on Mama Earth, 90 for Oregon, and then 148 for Sedona. So, um, <laughs> pretty sure it's gonna be in Sedona. And then some people in the comments are talking about Australia and Europe, which, yeah, I am 100% down for. But I've got to gotta focus one thing at a time. And for whatever reason, Sedona kept just popping up in my heart and in my visions. I feel so called to that energy. So I was like, this is just a no-brainer. This is a, this is a no-brainer. My guide spoke. My tribe spoke. And, um, yeah, so I'm really looking in Sedona right now for the perfect place so we can announce soon. I'm excited for you to listen to this episode as well. We were kind of on a time limit, otherwise it probably would have been two hours because we could talk about this forever. But literally right when we ended this, I had to say goodbye to her because she was off to the airport. And that was a bummer. (laughs) I didn't want her to go. Well, now for the Yomi review of the week. This is from jbug1702. The light in such dark times. Oh, Raquel, I don't know where to begin. I truly believe that finding this podcast was part of my destiny. It has been such a light in the darkest of places, literally. Back in October, I randomly fainted one morning while getting ready for work. I swear I was pushed, but that's another story. I ended up with a severe concussion and left the dark for several months, unable to do much of anything except sit in the dark. My sleep schedule was all wacky, and one morning in December, I was up around 4 a.m., unable to sleep. 
I have no idea how I found your podcast, seriously though, but I remember being in my dark living room with my phone speaker pushed into a pillow with tears rolling down my face as I listened. Everything you said made so much sense, so much sense, like an old favorite song I forgot about but could suddenly sing along to once it started playing. This podcast, you, have helped respark so much of the magic I tucked away deep so long ago. And new magic, thank you. I am forever grateful to be part of this tribe. Whoa! <laughs> well, um, no, thank you, first of all, for sharing this very profound experience. You really piqued my curiosity as to why you were pushed. So feel free to email me or DM me about that because that is insane that for whatever reason, whichever, I'm curious what the episode was that you listened to that you felt resonated with you on a soul level as if it was letting you know what you already know, allowing you to remember. Remember who you are as a soul and that this push might have sparked a push for you to receive and be open to receptivity of new insights, new thought whispers, new revelations that might shift your direction, pivot quite a bit so you walk down a path that could be challenging but so helpful for your soul's expansion, which is why we're really here. I hope that you found some light in this darkness, in that darkness. I'm thankful to be just a sliver of it in some way with the podcast. And this podcast for me as well has been <laughs> not just a sliver, but, but a few pie slices of light for me. <laughs> Honestly, when we started, no idea, no idea it would transform not only itself and myself, but other souls as well, the way it has just by sharing these soulful stories <laughs> from our souls. The power of everyone's soul. That's one another thing I've learned on this retreat. Like every single soul has such a profound mission and gift so many different gifts every single soul and I'm just so thankful that I get to be part of the <laughs> unveiling in some way for everybody that is listening and I just want you all to know that literally especially when I get to meet you in person that oh you all have transformed me in so many ways helped me myself also discover this magic that I tucked away for so long um so thank you <laughs> I am forever grateful for all of you and I'm excited to meet more of you IRL. I've been able to hang out and really get to know some of the girls on the retreat outside of the retreat after the retreat I had like dinner with a few. I would see them in places and we would just like chat sometimes for hours. Thankful for all these connections. All right. Well, another thing that excites me is being able to just expand our human skills in many different ways to really spark more creativity and ignite our imaginations more in writing, in painting, in photography, 
in YouTube creations, which I'm ugh, getting way too many signs to maybe do. <laughs> but okay, so tribe, if you're interested in, you know, perhaps two months of free skill expansion by Skillshare, well, it's gifted to you for, yeah, free for two months when you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic to have unlimited access to more than 30,000 classes to help you just learn so many new skills and strengthen your passions. For example, uh, there's a creative writing masterclass or a portrait photography course to take really good Insta-worthy pics. <laughs> many drawing and painting courses and even business. They go beyond the creative. They even go into business and tech and health and wellness so many so feel free to just if you're curious uh it doesn't hurt to just sign up because it's free for two months when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic that's skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and i believe that is it so now it is time to let the magic begin again with brie medicine I'll watch it. I'll be watching. Yeah, same actually, but still, just in case. All right. I feel like mm -hmm. <laughs> I was setting I my intention. <laughs> I wasn't laughing. I feel like it's supposed to just be like this. Rachel? Rachel. Well, no, it's <laughs> like a mix. Because okay. I feel good and like yeah. this is a beautiful it's great. space. Yeah, but I was just like, ask, you know, setting my intention and seeing, right. like, wanting to like share good things and helpful things oh yeah we'll have to do a prayer as well yeah. that you can add on to <laughs> if you want Kay. if you want okay <laughs> no one ever feels like adding on <laughs> i love you so much oh it reminds me of like remember when i told you when you were like well we'll have to um divvy up who's gonna ask questions when you channel and i was like well everybody kind of goes radio silent and everybody did Dang, right yeah. they're just like stunned because like, it's i don't know Except for a couple, like, yeah, no, they were so ready. Yeah, yeah. But most everybody was silent. Yeah, yeah. Sun, especially funny. when the second person entity, light being, came in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, I am ready to ground and pray to our angels and our guidance team. I'm so thankful for this connection, for them guiding us to each other about oh. what two years ago well a year and a half a mm -hmm. year ago honestly you have changed my life in so uh -oh. many ways you are a true mentor for me like thank you are an actual you. true but also just a really close friend too oh thank you so much I want to take this off <laughs> and so I can really hear you yeah um but yeah you really have mm. transformed my life since London because at that time, no, since New Zealand, which was last mm. March, because mm -hmm. at that time you really listened to me and I mm. felt like you saw me when I couldn't see myself anymore. Mm. And then I saw you in London 
and again, somebody sees my sparkle and my light that I can't, you know? Yeah. But you, like, you looked at me just with love Aww. and embraced me in your breath work and everything, you know? And then it was a hell yes the second my soul said, like, Bree should do the first retreat with you. Mm. It's like a hell yes, 100%. So when you said yes to, it was just I felt so lit up and that I was about to enter into this path that I knew I, my soul was calling to do, but with somebody who I connect deeply with mm. on a soul level. Thank you so, so. much. <laughs> yeah, this time has been so special and we've gotten mm. to know each other even more. I know. Uh, yeah, because those meetings were quite brief. And they were, yeah. but they were really profound for me. Yeah, I know you see you. a lot of people, but they were really profound for me, Aww. each little one. And then we get to Bali and I got to witness and just observe how you hold space. And mm. really, you are a force Thank in this you. world, especially as these women are opening their hearts. Mm-hmm. And so they really, really listen. And it was amazing for me to see. It's like, I feel like my guidance team, which I know, I think that we share a lot of the same guides, mm-hmm. but they wanted me to see just mm-hmm. the possibility mm-hmm. of how powerful it can be to hold that space. Mm-hmm. And then it gave me permission and feel tapped more into my power to hold space for the women too. Yeah. So uh, that was amazing. What an honor. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, I love, I love, love, love what I do. And yeah, my favorite thing is to help people get unstuck and see mm. and remember who they really are. And not that, you know, I, I, I'm always, we're all in the same boat trying to do that for ourselves. I know. But yeah. And you, you're so guided. It's so cool to watch <laughs> you move through life and, really just follow your intuition you're a great example of Mm. that like you don't get too we all get caught up in in the thinking in the mind but you're like yeah you're always guided and always even when I feel like I'm not I realize Mm -hmm. I think that we all are for example that dark period of time I thought I was disconnected in moments but really that was still just part I needed to experience that contrast for my soul's expansion yeah so I have no regrets whatsoever because I can see that clearly now because I was always listening and still had pockets of light to show that I'll be okay Mm -hmm. and there was something else that just came to mind but you know, maybe it'll come to mind later. Let's pray, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Dear Divine Guidance Team, thank you so much for this in-person interview. Well, more so just conversation with Bree, who I'm so thankful for that you placed her in my life at this time. And to be here in the presence of Mama Bali, May we, at this time, allow the egos of our mind to simply just take a backseat as our soul comes forward to present whatever message to share and deliver whatever lessons from our life, whatever tools we have to share. May that come forward and feel free to use this as a vessel to deliver whatever message you feel is best for those that are listening at this time. And may the tech (laughs) part of this also be so smooth. All the outside noises and distractions be silence just during this time. Except for, of course, the song of Mama Bali. (laughs) Aho. Aho.
That's what it was. I also love that though you are you're a spiritual teacher. Mm-hmm. I know that's such a weird term to use, mm-hmm. but you're a teacher mm-hmm. um, to help us tap into our soul, but you also embrace the complete humanism. Yeah. Like I talk about my Rachel side. Yeah, which yeah. I, <laughs> I love Rachel's by the way, <laughs> but I just call my, um, and I like that name, but I just call my ego self Rachel. And it's kind of like calling yourself out, which I love in a playful way and not making yourself wrong or whatever. Like, I see you, girl. I love it. I love it. Rachel coming up in this moment. Yeah. And so totally just embracing that humanism self as well because I'm so human. We're here to be human. human. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly what we came for. And uh, yeah, it's important to, and it's it's not necessarily more spiritual to like be in that no. other world all the time no. or what I've noticed and what I'm still absorbing during this trip is like witnessing this culture of like, quote unquote, it is, I'm like putting it in quotes, mm-hmm. it is, it's, it's um, seeking spiritual yeah. expression and uh and then a part of me is like, but are you doing the work? Like, right. I'm just like, because it is about moving through life and through our lessons and yeah. continuing to try to keep that heart space open. And it takes a lot of courage to, to look at that stuff, but that, yeah. that's the spiritual work. That's yeah. the thing. I feel like this human experience, just embracing her, every part of her, the dark and the light, mm-hmm. that is the actual spiritual experience for this time because we are placed into these bodies for a reason Mm -hmm. we don't have to of course there are moments of transcending there are moments of tapping into that higher dimension perhaps Mm -hmm. but usually we're walking this earth in this human space where sometimes we feel uncertainty we feel sadness we feel grief we feel anger and that's so fine in fact that's so beautiful totally yeah. it's <laughs> we can also be more creative that way too mm-hmm. like if I was always La-dee-da-dee-da, it's right. all rainbows and butterflies yeah no there's, there's yeah there's yeah. so much in that depth and the experience and uh yeah I guess the trick is not to get stuck in the suffering okay. yeah well that well, exactly <laughs> and that's being able to understand our belief system mm-hmm. so we can like mm-hmm. so we can shift yeah when we realize Rachel, we're when, rachel's taken over. When, Ra- when rachel's taken when she's over driving the bus, like, again yes. to rachel's you have a no. beautiful name that's just what i call my ego <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's all i mean for me my perspective is is that so much is about that our belief system and uh we are creating our reality all the time so mm-hmm. like it's not really a, a matter of changing my beliefs so that i can manifest all that although that is a thing we're manifesting Always. right now, yeah. all the time, 100% yeah. of the time through our perceptions. And so it's a really beautiful pathway to, to, to discover more of our true self and also look at where am I associating with more of the ego. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, from my understanding, it, it, it was the soul's plan to come through and work through the contrast and try on the illusion you know, when I was really young, I told my parents I was glad I chose them. And I, I still believe that that's what we do. And that wasn't something that was like fed to me or whatever. So the, I think the soul chooses all of these lessons to work through and relationship dynamics so that we can expand. Mm-hmm. And when we come into the world, we're just like these little love bubbles. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, and then we get introduced with this conditional relationship. Yeah. And, and again, that's like part of the plan. 
but we essentially learn what it takes to be loved or safe. Yeah. Um, and what I've been calling the ego lately is the negotiator, and I really love that because it's just that. like... So anytime you are suffering, you know that you are functioning from that smaller self or the ego mm -hmm. self, and therefore you are somehow in negotiation with the outside world, even if it's on an uncon unconscious level of what you have to do in order to get the love or the worth mm -hmm. or the safety. Um, yeah, and it's usually so unconscious. It's not a, a, a master plan that we have, but but from the school's perspective, it's it's a way that we learn, I guess, the, the expansiveness of love. But yeah. when we're suffering, it's I always kind of stop myself and I'm like, okay, we're functioning from the illusion that we're separate, mm -hmm. and therefore we're doing a little, like, game of what do I have to do so that I can Ugh. fill myself up or get yeah. this condition to change so that I feel blank. Um, so all of these things that we are quote unquote like wanting to manifest are really on a deeper level, just ways that we can understand our unconditional self and the fullness of, of who we are. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just talking to someone last night about that, and she was like, yeah, I used to think that I had to like write all these things and do this thing and uh, to manifest. Yeah. And it's, there's no like, there's no one way. And, and at the, at the core of it, it's, it's about the self on a deep level of, yeah, you, who you think you are. <laughs> 100%. It's, of course, it's fun to like whip out those tools. Oh, and yeah. to I enjoy that. And plus, sometimes as I'm writing, my soul will take over and will let me know of how possible this is in the writing, mm -hmm. which is awesome. But I don't need to, I realize I really don't need to write in order to manifest it. I don't obviously need to create a vision board or anything. Mm -hmm. It's really just your perception of this reality, the lens that you're wearing, the frequency you're aligned with at mm -hmm. that time to welcome it in. Your deep inner belief system, a lot of it might be very subconscious mm -hmm. that you aren't even aware of. If that inner belief system isn't aligned with whatever you're calling in or trying to manifest, mm -hmm. it's just going to be a little hard. You <laughs> like got a little luck. bit of blocks. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So but how I'm do we know, like, how do we recognize all of these subconscious beliefs, especially in our, con if our conscious mind is like, oh, oh, you 100% are so worth it. You're, you're worth all the success of the world. Mm. You have the greatest friends, but at the same time, there's still something in our subconscious that we might not even be aware of in our conscious mind. Like, how do we tap into that? Mm -hmm. I think uh, the first kind of part to look at might be to look at the need. So where are you, how much are you clenching on to the need? And I loved when I channeled at retreat and they what they offered about our, our desires. Mm -hmm. um, I know. Yeah. And they were like, hey, it's cool. But... They're just ways that you guys are learning that you are the unconditional self. And so yeah. when we, I always just try to look at how much am I attached to this? Because ideally we should be in an unconditional sweet desire. Yeah. And that's unfamiliar for us. Um, <laughs> but when we are kind of clenched onto it, we want to look at, well, there's a, there's a few things like on the surface, you can just look at what beliefs might I be holding mm -hmm. that is not allowing this to come in um, and keeping in mind that there's always a payoff. So we tend to think mm -hmm. that our deepest belief is that we're not worthy, like our deepest core, you know, limiting belief, mm -hmm. but it's actually 
what we're doing so that we feel worthy. So there's always a, um, I have to blank in order to blank. Mm. Um, and that first blank is kind of like a sacrifice. To give a little bit of relief around it, we don't really, on a deep level, have issues about money or love right. or whatever it is. Those are just manifestations yeah. of the deeper perspective of the self and how you're negotiating and then it's showing up in money or mm-hmm. a relationship and it's the same idea of like if I am dating someone and then I like end it and then the similar person comes along because I haven't finished that lesson or really completed and my unconscious beliefs are pulling that in uh-huh. I haven't really healed it I was just like go away I'm going to start over right so I'm like on on the surface and of it's it. going to continue right to yeah and round round and round we go yeah. Yeah. round and round we go but on the other hand it's like it's it is always showing up to be like are you ready to shift this do you want to shift it do you want to shift it because that's all yeah. we really are at our core is that light staring back at each other and trying to yeah help us out walk us back home to do our <laughs> even trip. if it feels like we're not being helped out or guided yeah we are yeah to try That's to see the soul or the, the of it. yeah behind that um, and so we'll experience a lot of contrast in order to it's not like a some people use the term test but I realize it's really not a test it's just for you to experience the contrast as well so you can really see that it's possible for you when the light does come does that make sense yeah for sure I mean and the other thing is the universe isn't really happening to us or testing us it's actually the universe experiencing itself so again it's like that relationship of self with all that is yeah so with the with the belief stuff so say we're looking at you know money or career or whatever it is, and I'm not having enough success or I'm not making enough money, I could just look at the surface and be like, okay, what beliefs could I be holding? Mm -hmm. What negotiations am I holding in place that are keeping this manifestation solidified in in my reality? Um, So I could start at the surface and be like, I have to compete uh, in order to have success. Mm, yes. But I would want to walk myself a little bit deeper and try to look at it as like, how, how what does this have to do with the self? Um, generally, everything goes back to childhood. Before age seven, we've kind of solidified all of our core unconscious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a few ways. There's like, you know, a meditation that you can go through and, and look at where it's actually coming from, like kind of like the archetype, yeah. where it started and what was the major coping mechanism. And then the resentment that's in place around that, who it was kind of born from yeah. or with, uh, because we're, we're holding it on an unconscious level before I go back to childhood. <laughs> uh, So, you know, I have to compete in order to have success. Mm -hmm. And I I could look at, like, what does that make me feel like? Where have I maybe felt this before? And how could this relate a little bit to the self? And then I could look at, like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. So am I, with, with that competition, am I sacrificing my desires? Am I trying to give people what I think they want mm-hmm. so that I can have success. And if we look at that piece, that might be more in association with I have to please others mm. in order to be loved. 
because oh, yeah. It's, yeah it's never it, again like you can feel that that it's not actually about the success because right. the success is what I'm using to prove to myself or the world around me or the powers that be who I really am right yeah. instead of looking at what's what am I really what am I really truly desiring yeah on a I was about to say chasing but that doesn't even feel right you're chasing the success perhaps in your conscious mind but really you are desiring true love honestly for yourself more than anything right yeah all right so it is not a secret if you have been listening to this podcast for a minute or two you might be aware that I'm a fabletics fanatic and you can even get their yoga pants two of their yoga pants, in fact, for just $24 when you go to fabletics.com forward slash magic. Apparently, some of the goddesses at the retreat are too because, well, obviously, I'm going to wear my fabletics every morning for the yoga practice and throughout lunch because I'm just too lazy to go shower right right away. I'm sorry, everybody at the retreat, but (laughs) no, it's open air. It's open air. We're good. But a lot of the goddesses were wearing... They're Fabletics as well. I got really excited every time I saw one that I knew was Fabletics. And then I even complimented a girl on her sports bra, which was a dark rosy pink with lace in the front. And I was like, where'd you get that? She's like, it's Fabletics. I was like, ah, yes, you get it. You get it. I personally also love to browse their website as if it's the Netflix of yoga wear and purchase a bunch of my own because of the VIP, which you have access to too. So with the VIP membership, we get up to 50% off of their regular prices, plus free shipping and also additional perks. Some are great for just everyday lounge and others are great for a good hot yoga session because you know you need to be very selective with which yoga pants you choose for hot yoga. (laughs) You don't want to walk out with that glamorous sweat spot if you know what I'm saying. Again, though, at least take advantage of the two for $24 offer because why not? That's when you go to fabletics.com forward slash magic and pick your two pairs. Fabletics.com forward slash magic. And now on with this magical episode. And there's, um, again, it will go back to childhood always. Um, Generally, again, before age seven. So then I would look at if this mechanism exists, like where did I, who was I doing this with? Mm-hmm. Who maybe made me feel unseen or unloved and yeah. we're not making them wrong. We're just like, when was this kind of initiated within my body and in my yeah. unconscious and it really, in a, from a young age. Ooh. And the, yeah. We can use myself as an example, mm-hmm. but we can do that after you finish this. Okay. Yeah, so then it's looking at, you know, usually it's the parent and mm-hmm. there's a couple ways that you can kind of frame it for your mind to kind of be like more easily arrive at it. So say it was my dad, say he was working all the time and I didn't feel seen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I wish that my dad would have been more blank. I wish that my dad would have been more present. I wish he would have been more available. I wish he would have been more loving and soft or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If he had been more available I would have turned out more Mm. right so we're still using that on an unconscious level we're Mm -hmm. still needing dad or my clients or the Mm -hmm. world around me to make me feel more assured yeah so I'm basically still trying to get that love on an unconscious level and heal that from my parent relationship and then I mean it could be grandparent or 
but it's usually somebody really close. Um, and another way to frame that or look at it is, is saying, uh, I resent them for being blank. Yeah. So I resent my dad for not being present or not seeing me. This isn't true. Not true, Dad. Mm-hmm. I know you love me. So I'm just using a fake, <laughs> fake example. Um, and as long as I resent him, then I know. Mm-hmm. So as long as I resent him, what's the truth I know about myself? Um, then I know I'm worthy of love. Then I know I can be loved. Then I know that I am love. And so we can kind of see on an unconscious level how we're holding, we're holding that as like a placeholder for mm-hmm. us to actually even receive the love because I'm still attached to the conditional relationship. Mm-hmm. So then you want to look at the potential of the soul's perspective Mm -hmm. of what might my soul have been wanting to learn from this. Mm -hmm. And also just considering like what my dad as a soul, you know, what, what has it, what, what, what wasn't he able to embody to fully be available and present? Um, And maybe it was, you know, it's usually around self-love. So then Mm -hmm. we can get, then we get to see the cycle. Right. And we're like, oh, God, I'm not his pain. I'm not my pain. And I can break free from this. So it just gives us a a higher perspective of what might my soul have been wanting to learn through this. And what is it actually here to teach me Um, is is like a cerebral way that you can begin to to flip that. And yeah. And then that's that's the core of. Yeah. That gives you so much compassion for the fact that that was part of your experience Mm -hmm. and that it's okay that that your father wasn't around in this life. Mm -hmm. It's okay because your soul really wanted to expand from that in some way to learn something, to grow as a soul. Right. And I probably in this case, I'm getting so much more from that. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. in this, Mm-hmm. You don't have to if you don't want mm-hmm. to. But do you mind sharing an example from your own self of sure. how you use this belief work to completely shift something and expand you in some way? Absolutely. So yeah, I let's start with the example of money because it's such a great uh, yeah. learning tool for all of us. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have struggled with money for a long time. And generally speaking, the biggest uh, breakthrough that I've had around money is finding my voice and what we call our purpose, but I think we, we put too much weight on that word, uh, which is really just kind of, a, I'm, I feel more in alignment with who I really am yes. in this moment than I ever have been. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh, honey. <laughs> um, then when I was like on a dance, you know, be, I was a dancer and like really struggling and it was a beautiful part of my path and it was so needed. So that said, if I were to look a little bit deeper and if I were to just consider my parents' beliefs um, and I look at the energy of, the lack around money for both of them. I would say that one of them holds the belief that they have to kind of hide to be safe or mm-hmm. stay um, kind of like below radar mm-hmm. or, yeah. And then the other, or believed, you know, we're, we're all working through this stuff, um, that they have to hold on to their pain in order to be loved. Mm. And those two things are going to keep me, A, on the struggle bus. I'm going to hold on to my pain 
so that I can be loved, it's a negotiation. So when I'm weak, then you'll love me, Mm -hmm. right? Because I I need you and then there's intimacy. Mm -hmm. And then the other around hiding, like that obviously is going to hinder me as well from actually using my voice and feeling safe to be completely seen in the world. So yes, they both had issues with money, but as I've worked through those beliefs uh, that were essentially absorbed, I've been able to create more financial freedom. And also just like with the holding on to pain, I, I did hold that. Like I learned that in a sense that pain was intimacy on a really unconscious level, right? Like all of this is. And also core beliefs are so dramatic. Like whenever I'm working with someone, I'm like, hey, I know that you don't believe this on the, like you're not thinking this every day. They're, they're just super dramatic because they're at the core and the root of like the wound of it all, right? Yeah. And they're not our truth, which is great. Yeah. And that's why they feel crappy yeah. because they're not true, right? I loved, um, I'm like segue again, the, yeah. when the light beings were sharing, I think it was when we were on retreat, they were talking about our light being like a magnet, like mm-hmm. our truth. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it feels so hard when we go against it. Oh, when we're struggling yeah yes. beautiful yeah 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 Yeah. so it's a, it's it's great indicator right you're like okay this doesn't feel good doesn't feel good because so clearly, it's untrue yeah, about who untrue. I really am yeah. yeah um yeah and so my you know doing this work around beliefs and um using some of these kind of like formulas because that's how I mean we all learn different ways but it's mm-hmm nice when it's kind of spelled out and there's a pathway that you can get there with is how I've kind of dissected it and then moved through it differently. And then I think a big part of our healing is being able to just like step out and look at it, right? Look at Rachel. You're like, I'm not Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I see it. Um, And that's such a huge first step. A huge first step. And that really does, especially when you can bring humor to it or just like bring bring light to it in some Mm -hmm. way, like to realize, oh, this is just part of me being human and going through it, mm-hmm. but that's not that's not my that's not where uh, my light lies. That's not my magnetism. Yeah, and it's not awesome. to say to not feel it or not go through right. it. Um, I, I'm happy that I do. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to get too stuck there or identify with it. No. Um, yeah, and then the other thing is, I just uh, I I hope. <laughs> and and one hand, this feels like oh god, and then the other thing it kind of gives us, it helps us to be gentle is that our learning never ends. Like it, mm-hmm. it gets, from my experience, it's gotten a lot lighter and easier, but we're always expanding. Yeah. So there's no like, well, when I get there, then I'm, then I'm going to be fine. And right. There's no yeah. real like there. It's all right. just, and it's also possible to shift it now. Like all healing in is second. in this moment. Right. We just drag our past I know around I know like, we have so much like weight on us yeah our guides are like can we get that for you no 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 nope, I got it they showed me that recently they like showed me this well two things they showed me this really beautiful home and they were like you can have this if you let go of your past I was like oh my right gosh. easy for you to say <laughs> um and then also just seeing that that doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice, but it's, uh, it's do- it doesn't have a lot of, yeah, a lot of weight. It's right. A, yeah, it's like, not that we can't have it. And that, as they were saying, you can easily have this. 
Right. Probably just don't make it such a big deal. Like, I feel like that's what they're always saying. The thirst is, like, I honestly think that the thirst really holds you back. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. That's a part of the need. Like, that thirsty need for insert vision, insert feeling here. Mm -hmm. So, like you were talking about earlier, perhaps Mm -hmm. we feel like we need yada yada to be successful. Mm -hmm. That thirst for success will actually resist the success. But... That's when we do this belief work to figure out what is it that it's not the success. What is it that Mm -hmm. we really, really desire on a soul level? Yeah. What am I really, what knowing am I really looking for? What knowing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I mean, bringing it back to childhood, my Mm -hmm. mama raised me as a, um, as a pageant girl. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I love this. I didn't know this and I can see it. <laughs> Literally every year between the ages of four till I decided I, did it, I, I, I didn't have to do it anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which was, I think I was like, Mom, I'm really not going to do this anymore around 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every single year. Mm-hmm. My reward though for doing it was always to go to Disneyland. So mm-hmm. it was worth it to me. Mm-hmm. So I can go to Disneyland. But um, I many years I didn't want to do it. I didn't like it, but I felt like Especially since I lost pretty much every year until I made it into my Mm preteens. And I was so sick of losing every single year but having to go back and lose again and not feeling worthy again. Uh From the ages of four to literally four till... I think I won my first time just the state part of it Mm -hmm. um, when I was 10 or 11. So to get that constant rejection. Mm -hmm. But then also I carried that rejection into school. So... Mm -hmm. I think that vibrationally, um, the kids could sense my lack of worth. And Mm -hmm. so I didn't have any friends, you Mm -hmm. know, except for one girl that was younger than me. And then two girls that were older than me, but they only wanted to hang out with me outside of school because I was such a, I was a loser with Mm -hmm. a capital L, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's what I was seen as. Mm -hmm. And so I just would spend all my recesses and lunches alone. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's not an exaggeration. It's not a pity thing. Like, that's just part of my experience. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I was chasing. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to one day, you know, hit that stage and be so successful, and then I'll be desired and loved Mm. by everybody. Mm -hmm. So then I felt like I needed to find a way to be successful through acting or something Mm -hmm. so everybody else would love me and desire me. And it wasn't until probably I started this soulful journey where I realized that that success that I was chasing, I, I wasn't even chasing the desire from everybody else. Basically, I was just really desiring my own self-love mm-hmm. and that I didn't need to be accepted by everybody else. And I was literally, you know, as a young girl, judged by actual judges mm-hmm. of my worth. That's mm-hmm. what it was perceived as. And mm-hmm. losing every single year, bawling, crying after every single pageant competition. Mm. Um and going home and crying because I didn't have the friends. So I literally was just chasing my own self-love to real to stand in my power. So I didn't care what anybody else thought. And I think this past year, through the darkness, that was shown to me again mm-hmm. by people coming into my life and then not accepting me. And then me, I had to stand in my own way or stand in my own power to be like, you know what, I don't care who you are. If you don't love me, that's fine because I love me. Mm-hmm life lesson that I feel like was just really revealed to me in recent months yeah so beautiful (laughs) this gift is a no-brainer in my humble opinion 
because it's absolutely free for two months. And it just happens to help you enhance many different skill assets that you are curious to endeavor or want to strengthen. So, I mean, why not? When you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and you will see that there are over 30,000 courses that you have unlimited access to. You can choose their design, illustration, business, technology, photo and film, entrepreneurship, writing, and so many more categories to just browse, whatever fuels your soul. I think that one of the smartest ones, if you want to just tap into writing, is to try out their Storytelling 101. It has over 16,000 students who have taken it. It's just about 42 minutes, and he talks about character, conflict, context, and craft development. You might find some nuggets in there when it comes to just good storytelling because I realize that is more of my messaging than anything else since actually it was a student who helped me realize that and so I'm going to just focus on that as a strength but it's nice to dip my toe and dabble in many different skills that I'm interested in like photography and painting and probably some YouTubing which I know I will definitely need help on which of course Skillshare has. So again, go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and get two months for absolutely free. That's skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and expand yourself, your soul in some way. I wonder if you uh, would be open to muscle testing for some of the yeah core. yeah could be fun i love it should we do pendulum or should we do like a muscle test where everybody can kind of yeah let me lead you through uh muscle testing yeah all right <laughs> so uh i i'd love to i'm going to guide you through it but as i'm guiding you through it um if you're not driving or you know if you're in a place or if you want to come back and listen to this later and try it out, you can also uh, kind of follow along and learn how to muscle test. So just briefly, muscle testing is a way that you can check in with your body, talk to your soul, check yourself for subconscious beliefs. Um, it's also a way that you can like test for vitamins or foods. So mm -hmm. your our bodies are so highly intelligent and connected to source. They do not keep us separate. They are our biggest intuitive tool. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just a really simple, easy way to get the mind out of the way and allow for the body and the unconscious and your soul to answer. Yeah. So for those that don't really trust this muscle yet, this mm -hmm. muscle testing mm -hmm. yet, um, what are some tips to get themselves out of the way? Because it really is a powerful tool. I do use it for food sometimes. Mm. I do definitely. Actually, I've been using it for food for a long time before I even realized that was a thing. And mm. I thought it was just my guides moving me, which mm. maybe it is. But I realized on a scientific level, if you were to get a lie detector test, there's mm -hmm. some sort of nerve or some yeah. muscle or something that says this is true, this is not true. Absolutely. So that is kind of what you're going to be standing and using. I think that's good for the skeptics to know. No, I love it. That's yeah. what you're going to be, that's what's going to be answering whatever yeah. that muscle is. For sure. Yeah. yeah. 
It's just, it reminds me of uh, this animal communicator that I've been introduced to lately, and she was like, you can't lie to a horse. And I was like, that's so true. So you can't be in front of a horse and be afraid, and then be yeah. like, I'm not afraid. You know, like, I'm, we all sense those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the body will communicate and yeah. respond. And so there's different ways that you can muscle test. You can use your fingers, you can use your arm. This is a really easy way to just do it on your own. You can also use, this is like using a pendulum. Mm -hmm. So when we use a pendulum, we're not asking some like outside spirit world. I always thought it was my guides. Yeah, well it can, you can set that up, but they're not like blowing on it. It's (laughs) it's your energy that is moving it. And that's why you can use it to like check your chakras and do all that. So, um, okay, without further ado. Should I go stand? You shall. Okay, everybody who is uh, not driving, go stand somewhere, plant your feet. Yeah. So what you'll do is you'll just stand with your legs about hip distance apart and go ahead and close your eyes because it just kind of helps you to drop in and relax your body as much as you can. So just taking a moment to kind of like relax the muscles on your face, let your belly fall and relax, your shoulders really just like dropping and rooting in. I'm going to just guide you through a super simple grounding process. If you have one that you, you know, prefer, you can use that. So just taking a few deep breaths into your heart space or some conscious breaths and using the breath to relax your body even more, just with each breath really dropping in. And I like to imagine a light emanating from my heart center so as you continue to breathe maybe just imagining or feeling that light expanding through your chest through your body and now around your body so kind of breathing and feeling this light moving in front of you and back of you around you above you below you and maybe even just getting a sense for the you that exists beyond your physical body. So even just the energy that you carry with you wherever you go. Maybe even just getting a sense for where your energy tends to sit around you. And we're gonna ground by imagining sending this infinite energy down through our body, down into uh, the earth through the bottoms of our feet just with the intention of really rooting. And let's imagine pulling the earth's energy right back up, with the bottoms of your feet, up your body, around your body, through your body, through your body, up through the top of your head. And just sending this energy up and out as far as you can imagine. And just feeling what it feels like to be really rooted and connected And there's no particular verbiage that you have to use. And you can say this within or out loud, but I'm willing to get out of the way. Dearest soul, please come forth. Allow me to feel you. And As you're standing here, completely relaxed and grounded, just feel what it feels like to allow your body to shift forward to where you stop yourself with your toes. And then come back to center. And then do the same thing going back to where you stop yourself with your heels. And then come back to center. 
And again, just in a sweet surrender and your only job is to just observe. So you're just gonna observe. And you can say, body and soul, please show me yes and see which way your body goes. Great, and Raquel's going a really strong forward. She just almost fell forward. And then body and soul, please show me no. Great, she's going back. The other way you can do that is, is just think or say yes, 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 until you feel your body move. And the same thing, you could just say no, 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 no. You can play around with this a little bit and I'm gonna just give you an example. So Raquel, I want you to think, because she's not saying it out loud, the thinking is enough. I just want you to think, um, I live in Zimbabwe. Okay, so she's going back. And say, I love mama nature. And she's going forward. So this is just a way to kind of like test and make sure that it's clear. Most people, about 90% of people, go forward for yes and back for no. If you are if your yes is back and your and your uh, no is forward, that's totally okay. It just has to be consistent. So I'm gonna have Raquel think some uh, beliefs that I'm gonna say, and you can test for the same ones because they're gonna be core beliefs, which tend to be quite common. And you're just gonna say, see which way your body goes. So we're not affirming this, we're just checking in. We've gotten out of the way and we're just seeing what we're holding on an unconscious level. So Raquel, I want you, we were talking about um, your experience with uh, the pageants and, and so I'm gonna have you just think uh, a couple of these beliefs. So I have to perform to be loved. I already, so before I said that, I knew she was gonna go back. And so with her, it's more about um, the sacrifice so um, Raquel, I just wanna ask you, what did you have to sacrifice? So when you were having to do that with your, with your mom and eat, with the pageants, but it's mostly with the parent, what did you have to sacrifice? Okay, so for me, that sounds like freedom and there's something else in there, but say I have to sacrifice my freedom in order to be loved. I have to sacrifice my freedom in order to be loved. She's not going strong, she's going to the side. So that means almost. I have to sacrifice my voice in order to be loved. I have to sacrifice my voice in order to be loved. There's one more that I'm hearing. She's going back. I have to sacrifice um, who I really am in order to be loved. I have to sacrifice who I really am in order to be loved. Oh, well, she's going back. I thought you were going to go yes for that one. Okay, so it's not perform, um, and it's not voice or freedom. I, I'll look at it, but what do you think it is? Okay. So try that. I have to sacrifice my truth in order to be loved. She's still going kind of, we're almost there. We're getting close. So what does that feel like? What did, how did that show up? So in order for you to sacrifice your truth, what, what did you have to do? You got it because you're starting to go yes. What did you just think or see? Mm-hmm. children and my mom just to have a moment to myself and even though I was so young I knew I needed to I didn't realize what I was doing but I knew I needed to connect so I didn't feel so hopeless and worthless since and so I needed to kind of cry on my own mm -hmm. so what does that feel like did you have to shut off your heart did you have to hide 
What did you have to do? What did you have to? Okay. So I have to shut off my emotions or my heart in order to be loved? Try that one. I have to shut off my heart in order to be loved. Okay, she's going forward, but it's not super strong. Mm -hmm. um, so I want you to try to go back to, because the pageant is kind of secondary, and I want you to just try to go back to your mom. So, um, so does it feel like um, I have to be what other people want me to be? Okay, so try that. Okay, strong yes. So... And that's in order to be loved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to energetically clear that. And then we're, we're going to take a little bit closer look. So for those of you at home, you can, you can try those beliefs. You can try as we're kind of discovering those. You, you might be able to just like test if something comes to you, see what you, you could be holding. Uh, I'm going to just take a little quick psychic look at Raquel and just do an energetic clearing. That's not, and I'll explain that uh, in a moment, um, that's not going to like completely heal her, but it is going to help to move it out. So, uh, just one moment here. I want you to, Raquel, can you please just test for, um, I have to finish my mom's karma. Okay, so she's testing yes for that. So she's she's also wanting on an unconscious level to heal her mom's stuff. And here's the thing. I have to finish my mom's karma in order to know my truth. I have to finish my mom's karma in order to know my truth. Okay, so she's getting a strong yes. So she's like, not only do I have to, you know, heal this, but I also have to make sure that she's healed so that I can know my worth, right? So if she heals, then... then it's almost like I'm going to test you for something else so we can see it. Um, yeah, it's basically like w one thing is I need my mom to heal in order to know my truth. She's testing yes. I'm going to clear those and then just see what happens. Okay, I need to heal this so that I know that I'm not my mom. There we go. So sh it's kind of like this this piece around... Um, it's, I don't, I don't want to call it resentment, but that's what I tend to call it judgment. I just kind of put it all in one. It's like, if you would just heal your stuff, then I could be okay, or I would have been okay, or I could be different. So that's what I'm going to clear. And that's going to take care of that. Those two are so closely attached. They're almost, this, they're like so linked. Um, so just a second here. It's so cool to see this on a like psychic level because I see her looking at the pageant people and you know obviously that experience has allowed you to have this podcast and be in the limelight but what this is doing is helping to remove any n unconscious need you're holding around like your listeners or your following for like this approval and that doesn't show up heavily for you but it's it's I'm I'm looking at that and you're seeing it too so it's really going to help you to show up even more um, truthfully or authentically or freely. So let's go ahead and retest you for, um, I have to, was it sacrifice my truth in order to be loved? Was that it? Okay, so go ahead and just think that or say it. You can think it. Okay, so she's going back now. And I need my mom to heal in order to know my truth. 
and I'm responsible. Oh, she's going way back. She just fell. Just kidding. Um, and I, uh, I need to finish my mom's karma. I need to finish my mom's karma. She's still going to the side. Well, well she's going to, <laughs> let me just look at it. I was like, it's fine. No, I'll let me look at it. That's okay. Yeah, it's a beautiful process to go through. Let me just take a quick look. Let's ask that you know, you know, really just how to love her without needing her to heal or fix anything. Um, and it's, it's really about you. It's that you know how to know your truth um, without needing her to come around. Because we have to like come around to a certain level to really be able to see things. And so we're releasing that need. Um, and it's, it really is about you knowing your truth without somebody saying, I see it. Okay, so uh, go ahead and just test for it. I need to finish my mom's karma. Okay, so now she's going back. Okay, cool. Yeah. I saw it too. Yeah, I saw it shift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. All right. Thank you, my sweet darling, for being so vulnerable. Yeah. So part of that, so good. It's not, um, it's not that she did anything wrong and this is just how life works. We're always going to have that stuff with our parents. They're biggest learning, like, you know, archetypes or whatever. And hopefully this will help create even more love within the relationship. And, uh, yeah, it's so good good. and you're feeling it. And it's so good that (laughs) when we get emotional, we know we've hit it. It's like, there it is. Um, yeah, it's so sweet. And I saw that love shift too. Um, <laughs> I felt it. Yeah. Yeah. So That's good. actually so freeing for, cause uh, Dan, I know we have to go soon, but, um, Dan Millman, he's an author. He wrote the peaceful, the way of the peaceful warrior. Mm-hmm. I believe that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of it? Heard of it. I heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't and read it, said, but I have heard of it. Yeah. So, you have to read it. It's mm-hmm. so good. And in an interview, he said, we feel as spiritual as we can be until we get around our family yeah I know that she's my greatest I want I don't want to say tester but Mm -hmm. she's definitely because of I guess that long time of karmic Mm -hmm. feeling like feeling like I'm holding on to her karma Mm -hmm. in a sense Mm -hmm. I've had a resistant a wall with my mom Mm -hmm. for so long Mm -hmm. and so not fair for her because she loves me Mm -hmm. more than anybody else in the world you know what I mean yeah um yeah, so that is very yeah, freeing. It's, yeah, and it's um, it's a beautiful process, and I think consider it. Well, on the on the ego level, it's so funny because we're like, if you could just be this way, then every I'd be mm-hmm. fine. But if, <laughs> you know, it's like we're this. Um, but essentially, we want to be able to get to that unconditional love space yeah. and. Uh, considering even, you know, I know you, you got so much clarity because the work that you've done just as we move through that easily, but Mm -hmm. you know, why this is not about putting blame. Obviously this is just about what am I, how am I still holding on to this pain so that I can receive something and how might my soul see this or my unconditional self? Yeah. Um, what would it look like to show up in unconditional love from this, this, uh, within this circumstance or whatever but life shifting yeah it's helpful that just that cerebral piece and there's like so many other ways to move that out but yeah having a deeper understanding of what's really going on is 
that's one of the most powerful tools to really like understand your beliefs, your hidden blocks mm-hmm. and everything. I think it's one of the, cause I mean, your body, depending on where you move, it's going to tell you the truth always. Right. Yeah. And I think one note I just want to make as well, it's kind of like a side note, because I finally was able to witness my own power in tapping into someone else's soul and their guides, like Mm -hmm. actually seeing it on another level. And Mm -hmm. so, but that really does take a muscle of trust, like your ability to look at my soul and like tap in, like Mm -hmm. you have such a strong trust muscle Mm -hmm. around your psychic abilities in a sense, being able to really feel and see that vision. But that takes time or just sure yeah and so I thought that that's interesting because I would I know myself if I were to step in I'd be like questioning like did I really see that am I just thinking that Mm. but like you've built the trust where you just know I think that's so interesting yeah well there there are tools so muscle testing is one tool um and there are some formulas that I teach that are helpful in just moving through it pragmatically yeah. versus just like dancing around in your head uh, for so long it was the formulas that made me be able to see it yeah because we worked more. on that yeah. retreat a little bit too yeah. so it was kind of in yeah, yeah. um and I also just want to note like I, I, to try to look at these things I try to look at these things as opportunities versus blocks yeah right like here is our biggest pain points or trigger points are our biggest like they're the arrows being like here here's where you're going to experience the most expansion yeah and what we tend to do is like I don't want to look at it like that's uncomfortable or or whatever when really it's um here it is to help it really just like here's an opportunity for me to step more into expansion and and who I really am because it doesn't end again it gets easier and it gets like lighter and it gets it gets bigger and it gets like it's great um but I, it's not a matter of I'm going to clear these blocks and I'm going to be fine. It's like, let's, let's do a house cleaning. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look. Let's clear out all the, the junk and, yeah. and, and yeah. And then, and have it be lighter as it comes in and, and not as heavy. So they're, mm. they're opportunities for expansion versus, versus my blocks. <laughs> I love that <laughs> opportunity versus block. That is, has such a negative connotation. It makes us kind of feel like, oh, we're less than in some way, which mm-hmm. is a block in itself. And so, right. yeah, you know, I love that. And mm-hmm. this is an opportunity. I yeah. love that. That's brilliant. Yeah. Well, I know Brie, by the way, is leaving back to the States right now. Eee. And I am, I'm going to miss you so much. Oh, <laughs> thank you. This has been such a sweet time mm. here in Bali and today on this episode. I hope this was helpful. Oh my gosh, so helpful. Um, yeah. I didn't... Brie's 100% going to be part of the next year on magic retreat the second yeah. one and maybe the third i'm hoping she comes back to the bali one <laughs> yeah if you're interested in checking out any of Bree's work just go to i say her she she pronounces her last name mel melanes mel, mel, i don't even know <laughs> i say we were Melan like we say melanson is just like so american right, right melanson that's right and i say melanson which i think is probably more correct because it is french so as you wish brie melanson melanson c'est brie like the cheese well brie melanson or melanson so Anyway, I'm going to put her link in the show notes. It's briemelanson.com. And I highly recommend if you're just curious about any of her courses and, you know, diving deeper into this work. Like, this was a wonderful practical tool that we just used. But, oh, my gosh, she has so many life-shifting tools on her in her courses. Her soul, sculpt, her soul sculpting 
psychic boot camp and the belief reprogram what is it called belief yeah reprogramming? I don't even know what I called it but there's a <laughs> it's a mini course of soul sculpt and yeah. so it's at like a cheaper price um mm-hmm. and it's basically the first couple modules of soul sculpt so you learn the formulas that we kind of discussed and there's a bunch of meditations and yeah. ways to begin to clear those out on an energetic conscious level yeah. um and so I want to and then soul sculpt is like longer 10 week goes deeper into all this work psychic boot camp as it sounds you already Mm -hmm. know um Mm -hmm. but I want to gift your listeners uh 10% 10%. off yeah Mm -hmm. for all of the things all the things uh so yeah I um would be honored to, to guide the code is magic. Because duh. Because <laughs> duh. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, if, especially for those that may not at this time can go on the retreat or right. it's such a great at home just like practice and tool. But also we really hope to see you at one of the retreats to dive even deeper and get this one on one experience with Brie and also myself diving into your soul and expanding it go deeper go home baby. go deeper go home I'm also I start one more thing just unplugging it because I really believe in it it's so powerful I um, am starting to do online breathwork classes oh yeah and I'm doing one on the 10th and the 17th and I'll probably do more and those are only 40 bucks and wow. it's video so I'm watching you and we're you know I'm watching over you and making sure you're good and it's all around it's moving this stuff out on a really deep level and Ugh. opening the channel for the your, breath work yeah is it's so cray-cray. transformative yeah coupled with the belief stuff yeah and being guided that way it's um it's insane yeah yeah it's honestly the most powerful thing that I just being able to see you can even see it in the eyes mm-hmm. of all of the women that were there like you can see the shift from day one to um the last day and throughout like even when they had experienced some sort of what I call shadow mm-hmm. um and witness that they still receive so much clarity that you can just see the relief mm-hmm. and their soul just feeling more illuminated and allowing their mind to just kind of take that back seat, which is so powerful. I and like just to like your healing. Yeah. I want to put in the tagline, like ayahuasca, but not. Uh, <laughs> like, I love that. It's, it, but it is. Yeah, but like, it is. Well, some girls, three girls saw the light. Mm-hmm, well, like they, had an awakening. Yeah, yeah had sure. this great awakening. And, oh, wow. Yeah, it's good stuff. Wow. So many ways. I uh, know. Thank Bri, you, babe. I love you. I love you. No. Don't go. Hey. <laughs> Dear Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today. I am honored to provide this for you and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL, but also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks. My Instagram, which I am finally active on, is at Raquel Mantra. That is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes. I make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Your Own Magic secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. 
And feel free to browse youronmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service, is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations where I sprinkle in at least one new meditation a month. And the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state. For example, like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state, along with others like activating your third eye or short, simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings, which I love to do personally, is to just visualize and expand my imagination so I can be more creative in my day. In addition to that, other soul-expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals, yada yada. (laughs) Anyway, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.